welcome to the Diet Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Berry, a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, master TTAP trainer, and mother of two. I'm joined by my co-host, Victoria Wilkes, a fellow intuitive eater, passionate TTAPer, and mother of two. Each week, we want to empower you with new information about the way our bodies and minds work together to bring us into balance when we are well-nourished and well-fed. Victoria and I are not only good friends, but we are also lucky enough to be sisters-in-law. So join us as we discuss topics such as body image, intuitive eating, women's health, pregnancy and postpartum nutrition, the science behind nutrition and exercise, and so much more. Remember our disclaimer, the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Diet Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Berry, here with my sister-in-law, Victoria Wilkes. We are not in person tonight, but how are you doing, Victoria? (laughs) I'm doing really, really well. I've got my knitting as always and my um, tea and I'm super happy to be recording a podcast. Nice. Yeah. We're still recording a part, of course, because of, you know, the whole COVID-19 virus and stay-at-home orders and all that jazz. So, but we're excited. This is one of those times when I'm excited and thankful for technology because it makes this possible. So I know I gripe and complain a lot about, oh, everybody online is so crazy sometimes, but this is when the technology is (laughs) very helpful. So we're going to start our um, episode with our normal segment called uh, what's, what's been good that we've been eating recently. You want to go first, Victoria? Sure. Yeah. Um, something that I always have in my freezer and sometimes I'll go through phases of really, really loving it and then not really caring about it. And right now I'm obsessed with it is frozen mango chunks and frozen pineapple chunks. Ooh. And I love them because they're really, really cheap. You can get a few pounds for $2 at Aldi or Walmart um, they, they're on the clean 15 list mm, both mm-hmm. of those, and so they, they don't have to be organic. Um, right. and so I just get the, the like great value or the Aldi brand of the frozen mango and the frozen pineapple and they're delicious straight out of the bag. Or I put, I put like equal amounts, um, mango and pineapple and then do coconut milk and water. And oh, nice. it is so good. And I've been obsessed with that lately because um, it's been getting warmer. And so smoothies have sounded really good. Or you can nice. also do uh, Noel Tars uh, uh, magic shell, coconut oil magic shell and dip. The pineapples don't taste good with chocolate, but uh, the mangoes dipped in chocolate are amazing too. Oh, so that sounds amazing. I need oh. to do that. <laughs> Yeah, they're so good. Lately, the smoothies have been my jam, so I've been loving that. That sounds great. You know what? I always forget about smoothies. I used to be, you know, and this is funny because in my past, I used to be, like, obsessed with, gotta get those green smoothies in, you know. I used to be very much that type of a smoothie person, and I always forget that they exist now because I was so obsessed with them back in the day. I forget about them, too, but, man, they can taste so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, in pregnancy, I did a, quite a few of these really jacked up with a lot of stuff in them, yeah. <laughs> like with peanut butter and egg and all this other oh, stuff. Yeah. Those were those were the jam. I had those like every day, multiple times a day. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. oh yeah. So I'll um, 
I'll tell you what I've been enjoying. Yeah. So uh, recently our local, um, I call it a boutique health food store, the only one in our area, they closed because of the, you know, restrictions with the virus. So they closed and I would normally get this one kind of kombucha there, which is the uh, watermelon wonder variety. And I normally get that there. That's only where I've seen it before, but I did my Walmart pickup this past week and they had it at Walmart pickup like available and it was in stock, which is rare right now. Like all of this stuff that, you know, you normally get there. I had it um, and they had it in stock and I was able to pick it up and I was like, yes, so good. <laughs> it was oh, really yeah. delicious. And you know what I completely yeah. forgot about until you mentioned that as they have a Kavita does really good water kefir that mm. tastes like lemonade. Mm -hmm. All about that. Walmart has it for very cheap, like two fifty a bottle. Yes, yes. All about that, man. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna get some of that. You need to get it. It fancy drinks. I mean, that's. I guess that counts as a fancy drink. But oh, it's I, delicious. That just makes me feel happier if I have it in the fridge. <laughs> it oh, helps my afternoon go by. Just to be like, oh, this is a nice little drink. And you know what I did as well. And this is good for you because I know you don't really like kombucha. But if you no. take the watermelon wonder. And you um, put it in a glass and then you fill it the rest of the way with lime seltzer water or what? like sparkling water. That's your way to, if you want to try it, to get into it, that's kind of the gateway. Mixing it half uh -huh. and half or, you know, a third to two thirds. Or yeah, that is, that is a whole, a third to two thirds. Yes, I should know that. <laughs> I, my fractions are not good right now. Actually, I used to have to do them a lot with baking, but anyway, yeah. Um, you mix it like that and it's just perfect because it's not too sour and tart. And then you mix it with that lime and it's perfect. That sounds so awesome good. because I, I have really loved, uh, man, we're going, we're going a lot more than just the one, the one delicious thing. Drinks sound so good. I guess cause it's getting hot, hot uh -huh. lately. It's like, oh man, all the good drinks, but, uh, LaCroix or LaCroix, however you say it. Yes. Uh, has, uh, key lime. <gasps> oh yes. Yes. I remember seeing that at Lowe's Foods in Boone, I think. So good. Yeah. So good. Well, and, and they have big packs of them at Aldi last time I went. And so really? that would be. See, this is why yeah. I need Hudson. I'm, I need Hud need to just like clone myself and send myself with Hudson to Aldi. Cause he does the <laughs> shopping at Aldi for me. I make them a list, but. I don't know if there's something cool and new there. <laughs> he just goes, you know, and I don't know. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me that was there? So yeah, because <laughs> we always buy the same thing. But yeah, I need to, I need to tell him to be on the lookout for that next time. So mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, let's go ahead. We can get into um, today's topic, which is, we're going to just call this episode. What about exercise. So we've been talking a lot about um, eating intuitively. and We've kind of shared our stories with that. And um, I thought it would be helpful for us maybe to discuss exercise because a lot of us kind of tr have a love-hate relationship with exercise, and especially for those of us who have had issues with eating, disordered eating before. Um, the exercise can be a um, a complicated component for us, especially as you're moving into eating normally, if you used exercise, uh, if you used it kind of as a way of getting rid of the food or burning the calories or burning the fat, <laughs> how it relates right. to um, going forward and you're learning how to eat intuitively, also learning how to um, move intuitively. So do you want to share um, your experience, Victoria? Because I know that you have um, a different experience, but also similar with, yeah. um, with exercise. 
Yes. So I grew up in Louisiana, which is so hot that you, you do not, like, I don't know of anybody who exercises outside. Of Louisiana. <laughs> it's just too darn hot. Yeah. Um, so we would sometimes in the evenings after the sun went down or in the mornings, we would walk around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, or we had a treadmill. Mm-hmm. We had a treadmill outside. Um, and so I never, like my family has never been like, let's go to the gym. Let's do push-ups, like that kind of thing. My family was never into that kind of exercising. Walking was really the only thing that we did growing up for exercise or like dance. We did, you know, little dance classes or we would play flag football with our friends at church or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as far as, as, uh, exercise growing up, I only knew of exercise the, the only benefit I knew, the only point to doing, to doing exercise was to burn off what I'd eaten. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I never did anything extreme. Cause that was never like, I hate, I, I hated the thought of like going to the gym and right. that just sounded awful to me. Um, but I would, uh, religiously do 30 minutes of walking every day. And not that that even logically, that doesn't even really make sense that 30 minutes of walking would, you know, burn off everything I'd eaten that day but it was, it was my ritual. It was Mm -hmm. my, I had to do it. It was kind of, you know, I guess compulsive. You would say like, I, I had to do my 30 minutes of walking or 30 minutes of some type of exercise, bike riding or whatever, if it was cool enough. Um, and that was really the only benefit I knew to exercise. I mean, I knew people said stuff, but in my mind, I was like, why would you ever do it? Mm -hmm. Unless you had to, to keep, your figure or whatever. Right. Um, so that was, that was my experience with exercise growing up was it's only good for staying slim. Um, and like everything else, you know, I'm assuming we're going to release this podcast after our stories. Like Mm -hmm. I never did anything extreme with any of my problems with body image, exercise, food. It was always rituals. It was like, right. Um, rituals with food and food had to be at these certain times. And I couldn't ever, you know, do, you know, whatever strict rituals that had to be followed kind of OCD kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing with that. And then whenever I, uh, was 21 or 22, um, you introduced me to T-Tap. Yes. And I did it for at first. I just did it without any of the activation, I just followed the movements and I was like, this is stupid. (laughs) Um, but again, I would do it every single day because I thought that that would kind of magically protect me from gaining weight. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's funny to say, but that's what I thought. Yeah. And then once I, uh, watched her and Teresa's instructional video on healthy hormones, Mm -hmm. the activation clicked for me. I was like, Oh, I got it. But because I was still in that obsessive, terrified of gaining weight kind of mindset, mm-hmm. I just used that superior, you know, I consider T-TAP a superior form of exercise. I use that superior form of exercise yeah. to try to control my body way more effectively than I had before. Mm-hmm. So I became very, I became more obsessive with T-TAP yeah. than I ever had been with exercise before. And I would measure myself every single week and I'd do the, you know, measurements and see if I'd lost any inches and, um, that kind of thing. So, and then of course, as then I got into uh, eating more and then, um, 
the whole component of postpartum after my daughter of, of my milk supply was drying up. So I started eating more and then all these things started kind of coming to the surface of, Oh, I think I have problems. Like, I think I have problems with food. I think I have problems with my body. I think I have problems with exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, then after kind of healing from all that, I, I adore T-Tap because it makes so much sense Mm -hmm. and it helps me not feel stiff and creaky and, um, like helps get rid of inflammation whenever I'm just doing stuff around the house. So, and I do sneaky fit all the time, which is a T-tap term for like activating throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so Love the sneaky is, fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. T-tap has become like part of my life now, but it used to be problematic, but now it's not. Um, so that's, that yes. was long winded, but that's my, no, yeah, that's great. And I think that that kind of um, proves that it, it, any type of exercise can be um, counterproductive for your mental health as well, as well as physical health. I will say there's some forms of exercise that just really break down your body. I'm not going to name names about different methods, but (laughs) there's some out there that, especially for women, it's just not conducive to how our bodies operate. And that's how it's, how cool it is with TTAP is that Teresa knew women's physiology. Teresa is the founder and creator of T-TAP. She passed away in 2018, I believe, September, 2018. And she was the creator and developer of T-TAP. And I'll talk more about her in a minute, but she basically knew um, how women's bodies function different than men, obviously, but how our the hormonal profile and um, different ways our body use glucose and how our muscles work, especially with, you know, core and pelvic floor and all of that kind of stuff. She was very, very well-versed uh, in all of those things. So that's, mm-hmm. it's, and I'll, t- I'll go into why T-Tap's different yeah. because obviously we're both fans. I mean, well, you know. why don't you, before we go into T-Tap, why don't you go into your, your deal with exercise? Yes. yes. So I was, um, I had an athletic history, uh, as a child, cause I was, did competitive swimming from the time I was seven until I was a you know, like 16. And honestly, that was, that was my outlet. I'm one of those people who I really like to exercise. I'm one of those strange people that, um, even (laughs) now, if I don't like some of that looking in my, um, years of being, you know, restrictive eating, some of that was me just saying that I enjoyed exercise so that I could, um, you know, burn off more calories. But like now, like just looking now and having the perspective I do, I really do enjoy exercise. (laughs) Like I'm one of those people that if I'm moving or I'm stretching, I'm happy. Like if I'm at home watching a movie, like I'm on the ground doing stretches while I'm watching the movie. That's just me. I I feel Mm -hmm. great when I'm moving. That's my body is happy moving. But I did go through a period of time after I quit swimming, um, which we just had, we had moved too far out to, um, to make it feasible to drive in every day for those morning practices. And I was moving on in my life to do other things. Um, after that, I kind of, I, I did every exercise that you could possibly imagine. I have done CrossFit. I've done yoga. I've done Pilates. I've done um, Tabata intervals. I've done hill running. I've done uh, like five Ks. And then I've done the bear, which is a run up Grandfather Mountain. If y'all know what Grandfather Mountain's like, that's crazy, right? So all of these, <laughs> I did a triathlon one time. Part of it in those days was that I 
enjoyed exercise, but also it was obsessive. I was obsessed. If I, you know, if we ate something that I wasn't expecting to, this is back in the days when I was dealing with being a restrictive eating and all of that. Um, I would feel compelled, like I've got to go run. Oh gosh, I've got to go. I've got to go lift weights or, you know, all of this other mm-hmm. thoughts just crowd into my mind. Like I've got to get rid of this food and this is the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to exercise because mm-hmm. I'm that person that likes exercise. And like I said, I still think that I do deep down. I really enjoy it because otherwise <laughs> I would be like, nope, I don't, I'm not into it. I'm going to do the bare minimum. But for me, I just enjoy it. It's, it, it feels good. Um, but yeah, back then I was very much into the obsession and I got into TTAP because my mom was doing it and she kind of was like, Hey, you know, cause I, I had her doing all this crazy stuff too, all these burpees and, you know, crazy pushups where you climb up the wall and then you do a pushup and you climb up the wall. And honestly, I felt inflamed my joints hurt like a little old lady and I was 21 or 22 and I didn't feel good in my own skin. I always felt like I was tight or just, I don't know. There's something in my muscles that just were not happy with all that, like heavy, heavy lifting and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, then I found T-Tap because my mom was doing it. And at first I was like, okay, this is just like you, I was, I would do the moves and I was like, is this supposed to be hard? Because it's not, it's not doing anything. <laughs> it's not doing anything for me. I don't feel anything. And of course I was extremely obsessive with my exercise and here's Teresa saying, you only need 15 minutes a day. And I was like, you're crazy lady. Okay. You're crazy. <laughs> so I continued to do, and for a while I did T-tap in my other exercise because I was terrified. I was terrified to give up the weights and the exercise balls and all of this crazy torture equipment I had that was on my back deck, you know, at my house, <laughs> yeah. um, I was afraid to give that up because it was my security. If I didn't lift X much, or if I didn't work out five days a week, I was going to, oh dear, big scary thing, gain weight and all of that. So it was very much an obsession. And um, my, I started doing it a little bit. And then I read Teresa's book, which is all about the why behind the workout. Cause I'm all about the why I want to know all of those questions, why, how, you know, it, it all works. And that book explained to me exactly how TTAP works. And I read that and I went, okay, I'm going to do a trial and I'm just going to do TTAP. And I'm going, to, it was a leap of faith, honestly, mm-hmm. for someone who is obsessed with exercise and was like, I must work out or something horrible is going to happen to me to give up all of my weights and say, I'm going to do T-tap, you know, four days a week, 15 minutes. And that's it. I'm not running. I'm not jumping. I'm not, you know, running up and down hills obsessively. I'm just going to chill and do that because I was tired of feeling inflamed. I was tired of feeling like an old lady. Like, honestly, my joints felt like an old lady. I was just tired of it. I even had a herniated disc in my low back from all of my, um, oh, all of the crazy. Yeah. I <laughs> chiropractor, uh, was like, yeah, you've got some stuff going on in your low back. It was just because of all of that obsessive ab work. I even had a, um, a separation. In, okay. So this is interesting. And this was before I had kids. I had a mild separation of my abs way back oh. when I was, you know, 2021, 20, because I was doing all this crazy exercise and my core was like, hold on now. <laughs> what are we doing? So I'll get to that more in a minute when we're talking about T-tap and diastasis for their abs, a separation of the Linnea Alba on your um, abdominal muscles. But anyway, off of that rabbit trail onto this one. But yes, so I um, did T-tap for that entire week. And by the end of the week, I felt better. 
I was not doing anything obsessive and I was just doing the T-tap and I mentally felt better. I physically felt better. I felt less inflamed because if you've ever felt inflamed, you know what that feels like. It's not fun. So I felt just, you know, uh, supple and and flex. I was going to say stretchy, flexible, (laughs) wrong word, Margaret, not stretchy, flexible. And um, I just felt very light in my body. It just felt like I was um, doing other things besides just exercising, which T-tap is, you know, Teresa always said T-tap is more than a workout. And it absolutely is because it really helped me uh, not be obsessive with exercise and realize that less is more. Teresa always said less is more because um, when you know how to activate your muscles without using weights, without using equipment, you can actually work your body out in a way that is safe for all ages, all fitness abilities, whether you just had a baby or you're 91 years old. Yes, there is a lady who's 91 years old who is on Teresa's T-Tap videos. Or you're a teenager that wants to learn, you know, work your left brain, right brain before you do a test. She has a move mm-hmm. that helps you with that. All ages, all fitness abilities, whether you have a broken leg or you have bad knees or you have a bad back, everybody can exercise. Teresa was the original exercise for all person, I believe, firmly. So um, something else that I learned in TTAP was that uh, the body types. So Teresa... Of course, she worked in the modeling industry with models for a long time. And she kind of, you know, she was having to fit models for clothes. And, you know, um, just she learned a lot about women's physiology before that. But this was the practical time for her to go, okay, how, you know, how do women's bodies work? And, you know, uh, how, you know with hormones and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And she actually um, helped me because she had a, a uh, way of classifying your body type that's different than anybody else's. Have you ever seen those little charts that are like star, apple, um, rectangle, right. uh, <laughs> inverted triangle? Those are bogus, by the way. Just right. that's just completely bogus. Or Three even is- the fruit, the fruit where it's like pear, apple, oh, banana. Yes. What? Yes. And you're <laughs> like a banana. You're calling me a banana. Yeah, I think I was the rectangle for a while. Oh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> so. Um, but what's really cool is that she, and, and for me, and maybe triggering for some people, for me, it helped me go, well, that's why I, m- me, I'm never going to look like this person that, you know, like name a celebrity that is like, you know, hourglass X, you know, whatever size they are. You're not, I'm not going to look like that because my body, my ribs and my hips and my bones are structured differently than um, Jennifer Aniston. Right. You know, like I have a different bone structure. And personally, I think that I, you have to tell me what you are. I am a short torso with combo tendencies. So meaning I, my rib to hip is short. There's not much there. Now I have friends who are long torsos. And my husband is a long torso. And it's funny because the long torsos clothes fit differently on them than they would on me. So that's why, for example, my mom and I, we used to um, have this, you know, we would share clothes a lot and we had this pair of shorts. The shorts fit me really well and they hit at a good part on my leg. But for her, they were always very, they felt awkward. She said, I feel like they're riding up too much. But on me, it fit at the right spot because short torso people, they usually have long legs. They have a short torso and their legs are usually long. The long torsos have the long, you know, um, torso and they have shorter legs. 
So it was so helpful for me to go, oh, I don't have to, it's unnecessary for me to be like, you know, always thinking about like, I want to change my body to look like X celebrity or this celebrity. Cause you know, your body's unique and individual and yeah. it's helpful to know that your waist, even if I got a surgery, my waist would never be that small. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Because it's exactly because it's, it's the width. Like if you're, if you put your hand on your side, it's where your ribs end. Like down, like if you, you know, if you dig your hand kind of under your ribs, it's where your ribs end and where your hip bone starts yes. on the side. And I've got like maybe three inches, like quite short. I'm, I believe I'm just a short torso. Yes. Um, not even combo, but just short torso. Mm-hmm. And so literally like Teresa, and I think Teresa had what, seven inches? Oh um, yes. She's super long torso. Yeah, yep. She had a very long torso. And so people with long torsos, it's. I mean, it's funny to say, but your organs and your, your guts need mm-hmm. somewhere to go. And if you're a yes. short torso, it's all smushed down. And there, like, no matter how much you work out, no matter how much you diet or whatever you, if you, if your body, if you, if you, you can't get rid of your organs, you know, yeah, exactly. like your, organs, your organs are going to always be squishy in the middle. So they're, Yes. I would never be able to have a flat stomach. Like Teresa's stomach was quite flat. Oh yeah. She had so much space for her organs. Like, and so it's, it's just, it, mm-hmm. it, it takes the, uh, the, I don't know how to say this. Like it makes it not personal. It's like, Hey, yes. Personal against you. Like, don't, don't be, uh, angry that you don't have a flat stomach and this person does. And yes. Why yes. can't I look like this person? It's like, it's, it's literally because their bodies are structured in different ways. And I found mm-hmm. that, uh, that pamphlet very helpful too. Yes. Yes. It freed me from going, Oh, well, and, and Teresa, you know, she would be like, well, you know, you're, she, she was helping me with, um, when we were filming, uh, one of the TV show segments we were doing and she was like, so, and I, I would ask her, I'd be like, Hey, Teresa, what should I wear? And she was like, you know, you look good in blue and this and this and this. And then you should wear these black shorts because black shorts, you, your legs, you, they, your legs look long already. But, you know, it, it, she just knew like, it, you know, because obviously she, she worked in the fashion industry. So she had right. all kinds of cool little things. And so with Teresa, and this is just shows you what one person has, another person might, you know, like if you have, you know, very flat abs, you might be like, well, then I'm worried about. X part of my body, like my hips. Oh man, I have such quote saddlebags. I hate that term, but Uh you know, saddlebags, like those, the longer torsos, they tend to have that, you know, it's not a problem, but people frame it as a problem. They say, oh, I, I have quote trouble with my thighs and they might have a flat stomach, but then you who don't have the flat stomach, you're like, well, my thighs are fine. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Yeah. So it's, it kind of helps you get you out of that comparison trap and go, you know, I, I am a unique person and, you know, I don't have to conform to, you know, thinking that I have to look like this celebrity. So anyway, that was just one of the things that was helpful for me. Um, and I, I decided to become a trainer in, I guess it was 2015 because I couldn't believe the benefits that I received from TTAP guys. Like I, my inflammation was better. I, um, I didn't, I didn't have to do it a lot. Like, and if I wanted to, like, you know, I enjoy exercise. So I might, you know, explore a new workout of Teresa's, but I was not obsessive. I was not, um, you know, spending all of my spare time exercising. I was, um, I was building muscle 
even though, and when I say muscle, I'm not meaning like, yeah, check out my biceps. I mean, spinal muscle density, because when you do T-tap, you activate all of these little tiny muscles in your stabilizers, in your spine and in your core that normally you don't get with other exercises because that's the way Teresa designed it to work your muscles layer by layer from inside out. So I was, you know, having all of these benefits and also T-tap, I said it's anti-inflammatory. It helps reduce inflammation and actually, um, you can look into Dr. Paracombe. Teresa had an interview with him. If you Google those two names together, Teresa Tapp, um, Dr. Paracombe, it will come up with um, her interview she did with him because he was interviewing her on the anti-inflammatory benefits of TTAP. But TTAP also works your lymphatic system. Um, and that's why Teresa calls TTAP more than workout because as you can guess, there's so many benefits here. And um, just one of them, uh, is that the lymphatic system, so the lymphatic system is a, a circulatory system. It does not have a pump. You have to move to pump it. And a lot of us um, don't realize it, but there's lymph nodes everywhere in your body. In fact, 70% uh, of your lymph nodes are located from your collarbone, above your collarbone. Whoa. That's a lot. 70%. I, okay. <laughs> yes. So your lymphatic system, it pumps uh, white, white blood cells for one thing lymphocytes, it's basically your, um, a part of your immune system. And people don't realize that, but the lymphatic system is not only part of your immune system, it is also um, helpful for getting out uh, the inflammation and taking out the trash, so to speak. So it takes all of the um, byproducts of different uh, metabolic processes, it actually takes them out and circulates them, and it traps invaders as well, because in, um, in the lymphatic fluid, you have lymphocytes, and those are actually responsible for attacking the invaders, the bad guys. And like I said, 70% above the collarbone. And there's a lot of other junctions. And if you look at a chart of your lymphatic system, and then you look at Teresa's exercises, you're like, ooh, she's targeting the ones in the groin here. Oh, she's, she's really getting those uh, lymph nodes that are in between each rib and going down the middle of your back. And when she does that organs in place move, oh, she's, she is circulating and uh, getting the lymph moving in your tummy muscles because you have lymph everywhere. There's lymphatic fluid flowing and there are lymph nodes that are everywhere. And that's one of the cool things uh, about it is that when you're doing these twisting movements that you do in T-Tap, you are getting um, all of those lymph nodes squeegeed out and you're squeegeeing out the bad guys. You're circulating all of the good stuff that you want to be circulating. So when, when you've been doing T-Tap, you'll notice detoxification benefits. You'll start having more energy. Your skin might be clearer. You might have more focus. You might just not get sick as much. Um, so it has benefits beyond just the exercising, like do your exercise is good for you. Cause yes, of course, exercise is good for you. But Teresa always said that hers was more than a workout. And it totally is like, it is so much more because it's very, very, um, beneficial and it's very rehabilitative as well. So. And that's, and that's why I would argue that if you, if you're just doing exercise, no matter what kind of exercise it is, just to burn off what you've eaten or just to burn calories, just to burn fat, to try to look smaller, like you're really missing the point of exercise. Mm -hmm. The point of exercise is not, well, let me go, you know, run a marathon so that I can lose weight. There's some movie 
coming out sooner that came out recently called Brittany runs a marathon. I think mm-hmm. and it's all about like, Oh, how this woman's life has changed. Cause she was overweight and now she's running. And now mm-hmm. she's a good person now that she's skinny and ran a marathon. Right. Um, that's what I got from the trailer. At least I didn't mm-hmm. watch. It. Um, so that's how a lot of people view exercise. Um, mm-hmm. I, that's, that's a lot of people that I talk to, whenever I mentioned T tap, they're like, eh, I don't really care about exercise. You know, I just go to the gym whenever I mm-hmm. feel like I have to, or I'll run or, right. or whatever, but they don't understand that that's, that they're really missing the point. Whenever you just think of exercise as a way to get rid of calories or, or yes. fat. Yes. Yes. The because point, yeah. Yeah. The point is so much bigger than that. And especially with T tap, because it's, it's, it's instead of just like walking, Mm-hmm. you're activating so many processes in your body and you're working out left brain, right brain. Like even mm-hmm. if you just use TTAP principles while you walk, yes, um, it's going to benefit you so much more. And I, and I'd argue too, that the, that any weight loss you experience would be a side effect. Yes, absolutely. Your body coming into more balance. Like it's, totally. it's not like, Oh, you're just burning calories to the weight. So you lose weight. It's like your body, your body is, is benefiting so much from this exercise that your inflammation levels are going down. Your body feels more, uh, safe and at peace and it can let go of some of the weight. Um, Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Your body, you make your body happier. And, and it, and the thing that I experienced of course, as well was that it was very rehabilitative to me because like I said, my joints were like a little old lady because I was running all the time and jumping all the time. (laughs) Um, and it, it's very um, rehabilitative. She designed it to be um, beneficial and rehabilitative because, she, and she called it a physical therapy approach to exercise because you are bringing balance as you are strengthening muscles and building that muscle mass. Because especially as we age, it's important to um, you know keep your muscles strong and keep your bones strong, you know, for bone density. And you don't have to lift weights with TTAP because there are no weights involved. You're using your own. Um, body as resistance to create that um, muscle activation. And I mentioned earlier, Teresa, one of Teresa's friends, Barry, who is on uh, multiple workout DVDs. She is now, I believe she's 93 now. She was 91 the last video two years ago. So she must be 93 now. Um, But she actually improved her bone density in her lower back, um, which is very hard to do from what I understand. She actually upped it and got herself out of the osteoporosis category with just doing T-tap stuff. So it really works. And like I said, it works for all ages as well. Um, And including 93 year old people apparently as well. (laughs) Right. And I think that part of the reason why, because part of it, it it feels a little funny to me to think about promoting uh, an exercise Mm -hmm. to people who were, you know, our kind of main audience is, um, recovering restrictive eaters and recovering, uh, eating disorders and all that. Like you want to be careful. Like if you, if, if exercise, if any exercise is just too much, like I'd say that if you're coming off of a really, really intense, uh, eating disorder or something like that, you might want to check out, uh, damn the diets, Kayla Kaseki on, uh, Mm -hmm. yes, I love her. Yeah. Has some really good stuff about the benefits of zero exercise um, during during yes. recovery, um, but even even then, I could see some of the T principles being helpful because I uh, 
sometimes recovery from uh, a really bad eating disorder can be very painful and you can have a lot of swelling and you can have a lot of fatigue and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Pain, things like that. And I feel like the gentlest um, T-tap moves could maybe help with that, mm-hmm. but just do you want to speak a little bit, maybe into the mindset of somebody. Yes, um, I just feel like it's, I feel like you, you want to like, I'm always careful whenever uh, I'm talking to somebody who I know is really restrictive Yes, or really obsessive already. Mm-hmm. I hesitate to mention T-tap, even though I know how helpful, I, yeah. how helpful it is because I don't want them to just add that on oh, yes. their obsession and their anxiety about totally. their body. Yes. And in fact, I actually don't even, unless I know someone's, if I had a client, let's say I have a client come to me for nutrition stuff. And we're talking about nutrition stuff and mindset and all of that. And they asked me well, what exercise I should do. If I don't know their history with exercise, I'm not going to mm-hmm. be saying much. I'm going to be like, well, you know, when you walk, you could walk like this and it will help your posture and will help you feel better. And it will, you know, because sometimes, you know, pain, chronic pain is another thing and chronic pain yes. and adrenal fatigue and all of these other things that make it almost impossible to exercise. Um, that's why I have enjoyed TTAP because it helps me feel better because I have different stuff that, you know, I don't have, um, any autoimmune conditions or adrenal fatigue, but you know, I have imbalances left over from my excessive exercise days. I might add (laughs) (laughs) left over from me being, you know, not very smart with being obsessive. I have, you know, certain muscle imbalances that I'm working on and stuff. So yeah, it, it, um, the mindset is very important because, I think that if you think about exercise as not punishing yourself, if you can exercise without thinking this is punishment for what I ate, and then if you can think think of it as that you're moving for the enjoyment of the movement and the benefits of all that come along with it, improving strength, better energy, um, less pain. And also I would challenge people, this is a thought that I sometimes share um, with people when I'm talking with them about exercise, is if you could not change your body composition and, you know, trim this here and trim that there and all the lingo in the fitness industry. If you would, you know, if you could not change your body type and what it looks like, would you still exercise? Right. And my, and, you know, just for the illustration of, would you actually do it if you weren't obsessed with, you know, I got to trim, I got to trim down, I got to trim down if you weren't changing your body composition and it wouldn't do that to you and you took that out of the equation, would you still engage in exercise? And honestly, back when I was um, in my really obsessive phase, I would probably say, I don't think I could exercise if I didn't think that it was going to change something or improve my quote body comp or whatever, you know? So, yeah. Oh, that was exactly me too. If, if somebody, if somebody had told me, Hey, what you're doing is not going to change your body whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have never exercised again, but now, and I would say too, that in pregnancy, both of my pregnancies, I did T-tap. Um, I did T-tap almost every day during the, my second pregnancy, a mm-hmm. um, little bit less in my first one, but I mean, heck I knew, I mean, I was getting bigger by the day Yeah, and it was not, I was not losing weight right, or right. losing inches. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't at that point perform. No. And it was just because I felt so much better because I had a lot of joint pain and back pain stuff with my son and hip pain. And it would be improved so much when I did uh, T-tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
is the ultimate proof is, is if you would do it, if it wasn't going to, you know, no guarantee losing weight or whatever, would you you still, would you still do it? And that's honestly, because there's so many benefits with TTAP, that's why I, you know, it's my first choice. It's, it's pretty much all I do right now. I mean, I walk and stuff, but, and, and I did want to talk a little bit, um, to tell the fact that like any fitness industry thing, some of the language that, um, some of the TTAP stuff uses can be problematic. Like blast the fat, you know, burn those buns and all of this, you know, that, that kind of, um, that kind of wording can be problematic. And I, and, you know, and I personally don't use that in my classes that I teach. I'm not going to say this move burns fat off of whatever. I will say something like, if you've got back pain, this move is for you. Or if you're struggling with having weak glutes or, you know, your pelvic floor is not strong, then you really need to try this. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to mention as well that, I think that, uh, Teresa, one of the first workouts, one of the first workouts that she produced was called T-Tap More. And if you turn on T-Tap More, you see Teresa, who is in a white cat suit, by the way. And if you've had, the, <laughs> if you have this DVD, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, she has a white cat suit and behind her are two ladies and they are definitely in larger bodies. They are not your size zero. You know, if you turn on Go to Google and search, you know, pop sugar fitness or, you know, Pilates routine. Literally all of the people in that exercise video are going to be, you know, size double zero because right. that's what they, it's almost like you want to be inspired to work out to look at these people working out because look at how good they look good. They look right. quote unquote. So um, in that DVD and in several other of her DVDs, She's got people in there who you've probably never seen on an exercise DVD and they're able to perform the workout. And then they have a testimonial section, how much it's helped them feel better. It's helped to get the, you know, their, their knee pain is gone and, you know, helps them with their rehabilitation, their blood sugar, all of this great stuff. And, um, I think that Teresa was, like I said earlier, she's the original exercise is for every body person. And of course, you know, in some of her videos, she uses stuff like, you know, blast fat and burn this and burn that. And I personally don't like to say things that are like, you know, cut this, burn this. Like, I don't want to be talking about cutting and burning and blasting my body. Like, that's that's kind of problematic on several levels. But um, it not only it also kind of is it makes people doing it sort of feel awkward. Like, ooh, do my thighs have a problem? So um, Mm -hmm. I, I avoid that. I didn't used to avoid that, but, uh, in the last few years I've been like, you know, that's not, that's not the best verbiage, um, to use, but, um, but I really think that Teresa, um, and I know this from knowing her personally, she really saw things in people that they might not even see in themselves. And she was the most encouraging person ever. Like she, she, a person who would never look at a person. And I mean, even though she was literally the founder of a fitness industry and yes, like some of the stuff with T-Tap, I'm like, really, yeah. we're going to be all the inches. Yeah. Um, but, and because, and part of that I'm sure is business and marketing because that kind of stuff. See, sells. Yes. Yes. And real quick too, um, sorry to interrupt, but there was something that you made me think of there. Um, it, she told me, so her book is called fit and fabulous in 15 minutes. And then it says on the mm. cover, lose X many sizes in X many days with T-Tap. She actually told me, she said, I submitted my idea, you know, for the design cover, which was fit and fabulous in 15 minutes. And it was something like energetic, vibrant, and blah, blah, blah on the cover was what she was going to have. So she, she comes into the, you know, the final draft and 
she's like, wait, what's going on here? And they're like, that's, that's the cell. Like that's, that's what we want to have. And she was like, <laughs> you know, so it was kind of, I don't know. She, she's told me, had told me before, like that, you know, there's, there's a, if you want to be in the run with the big dogs in the industry, sometimes that's what, you know, that's just the way it was. They, they would take things out and make the titles their own. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Oh, same thing too with, um, I was really excited whenever the well-fed women were going to be coming out with their book, coconuts and kettlebells yes, uh, book. Yes. And whenever I saw the title, it said coconuts and kettlebells get fit using, uh, eating 2000 calories a day. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're advertising calories on the front cover. They're all about not right. doing that. And Noelle said in one of our podcasts, she's like, yeah, the publisher made us do that. See, yeah. Um, and it, it happens. So yeah. You don't know is that in the book, 2000 calories is the minimum yeah. that they have you hit. It's not the maximum like threshold. So it, it can, you know, with the whole marketing thing, it can be sneaky and, and it could not reflect the true beliefs of the, of the person. Yes, exactly. And that's kind of, cause Teresa, like, um, if you go on YouTube and you look at some of the testimonials from people at the retreat. Um, she would sit there for the entire, you know, there's one day, one afternoon, every single person of however many people were at the retreat, there's probably over 70 people would come up on the stage and tell as long as they needed to, to tell their story and how they found TTAP and how it's helped them get out of pain and how it's helped them recover from surgery. And she would sit there every single one. And she would, she would watch every single person and just she, the way she would sit there and look at you was like, you were the only person telling your story, even though she'd yeah. seen 50 other people. And you're like, how is she still with, with energy and attention, paying attention? And like, you know, I'm so happy for you. You're doing great. And, you know, she, she was, um, she was the type of person where, you know, she thought fitness was for everybody. Fitness is for everybody. And she made it accessible to people who may have never seen someone on screen that looked like them, you know? Right. So I think that, whether yeah. it's a nine, whether it's a 91 year old lady or yeah, um, even had one for children too. the, the yes. workouts. Oh, and that I've never horrible. done. Yeah. <laughs> <Tap> <laughs> but my daughter uh, was two at the time. Last time. Um, I haven't done any official workouts, like watching the full workouts since mm -hmm. I've had my, babies. I was just, I've just been focusing on yes. core yes. and, and really low inflammatory because I'm still not sleeping that great. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Yeah. He's nursing <laughs> ten, So I still haven't done any uh, videos where I'm like watching them on the TV, but whenever I was during pregnancy, um, Eleanor would watch it with me, my, my two-year-old at the time. And she would do the workouts with me. Sometimes she would do the whole 15 minute workout. And it was something that I was very comfortable with her watching mm -hmm. and doing. And it was actually yours, your, uh, the, the 14 minute segment, the oh, pregnancy. Yeah, workout. yeah. Yeah. And because I knew that it wasn't going to be saying things like, um, you know, get slim with us and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, burn yeah. off, burn off the fattening yes. food you just ate. And, and so I know that T-Tap, T-Tap is something that I'm very comfortable mm -hmm. my daughter to as yes. well. Yes. Cause it's very, um, I don't know. I, I believe that, uh, it's kind of, it's very body positive for everybody who's doing right. it. Cause you could be, you know, Teresa has stuff where you're sitting in a chair. She has stuff where you're walking around. She has stuff on the floor. She has stuff standing up. She kind of comes to you with it. The workout comes to you wherever you are. Um, and yeah, and it's just, 
Yeah, so many benefits. And I've seen so many people um, have major improvement with injuries and um, stuff that physical therapists were trying to work with. And Teresa's stuff worked better than the physical therapist stuff, you know. So she just really – and the, the coolest thing about Teresa was that she would tell you, if you asked her, how did you come up with TTAP? She would say, it's God-given. God gave me the knowledge of how the body works, and I just – translated it into movement and mm-hmm. that's what she would she would say and more and more because I'm of course a nerd about all this I'm always looking for all of the things about all I'm just I just love looking into stuff like that like exercise and I er, almost like so much every week I would say probably every week I find something in her workouts that I find somewhere else like some little, you know, thing that she would say in the workout. For example, this was earlier. I had a class earlier today and I was telling folks that if you stretch your thumb, anytime you're doing T-tab and you're stretching your thumb away, you know, you're pulling your thumb away from the other fingers. Anytime you're doing that, you're triggering the activation of your latissimus dorsi. Why? I never knew that. I never knew why until a month or two ago. For those of us who don't know what that muscle you just said. Yes, oh, of course. I know. Everyone's <laughs> I like, know. the latissimus, what? Yes. So the lat muscle is a really big muscle that um, goes down your back. It is the um, muscle that you use for a lot of your posture and your core. And it's it literally um, b- blends in your uh, rib cage to your pelvis on the back of your body. It's a very important muscle. And it basically starts, so if you feel down like where your bra strap is, that's mm-hmm. kind of the um, top of the, the muscle of the latissimus. So that, is that whenever in the workouts, Teresa says, activate the lats? That's it. So okay. that little around that um, the bra line, and it almost kind of comes in. So if you go bra line and then you move your hands out just slightly, they kind of go down to your um, SI joint, those little dimples at the back of your pelvis and then they go all the way up and guess where they attach they attach up near your shoulder and when you stretch your thumb that thumb the muscle and the tendon and the myofascial network it's connected to your lats by the fascia it is a trigger for the lats so i i anyway you didn't know you were going to get an anatomy lesson with this but basically (laughs) what i'm saying is is that I just, she would say, stretch the thumbs, stretch the thumbs, stretch the thumbs, stretch the thumbs. And I was always like, why is she saying stretch the thumbs? Like, you know, so if you don't do it with the thumbs, you feel less muscle activation in your back. If you do stretch your thumbs when you're doing the move, bam, you automatically are really tightening and getting those lats to activate because they're so important for your posture and so many other things. So just little stuff like that, that I'll go so she's saying this here. Hmm, that's interesting. And then I'll go be doing other research and I'm like, whoa, that's myofascially connected exactly that's along awesome. the myofascial line. And she knew that. And that's why that's she awesome. said it. <laughs> so there's so and, much and I like think that. it's, I think it's important to say that Margaret is a TTAP trainer. I'm not affiliated with it in any way. I did go, uh, like this isn't sponsored by TTAP. This is just, this is the workout that we have found mm-hmm. that that ticks all the boxes for us yes. as people who do not want to be restrictive people who like women who want to support like women's health, pelvic health, yes. uh, all the stuff like this isn't, this isn't a T-tap ad as much oh, as yeah. it might sound like it because it's because we're really passionate about it. And yes. because it, it fits so well 
Um, with the intuitive, with, yes. With intuitive movement, intuitive eating, with not punishing your body, nothing extreme. I mean, mm-hmm. I never do any more than 15 minutes of T-tap yep. a day. Yep. And that's Over. all you got to do. And, so it's, and, and it's, not that, it's not that you can't be an intuitive eater and love your body and do, you know, a triathlon. Yeah. It's just that that um, type of movement tends to be the kind that restrictive uh, we, yes. you know, like we were in the old days, you tend to gravitate toward that because it's harder and, and it feels like it's punishing because we're already into, hurting. we're already into withholding yeah. things from our body. So it's kind of like, I'm going to withhold comfort for you. And just, you know, it's almost like you're just, you know, beating yourself up. I mean, you know, that's, that's what I, I literally, I don't have, I have a problem with saying that that's how I used to, that's how I used to work out. Right. Yeah. And that's how people feel like, oh, well, you know, exercise sucks, but you got to do it to stay slim. Mm-hmm. That kind of mind, where you, you know, yes. you know, push yourself an extra mile, push yourself till it hurts. Yes. Oh, yes. And, you know, all that whole, that whole deal tends to go hand in hand with diet culture and with mm-hmm. restricting eating and calorie counting and be as skinny as possible. That all tends to be wrapped up together. And I'm not, and, and I, like, like I used to, you can still have that, um, mindset, the wrong mindset, what I believe is wrong yes. uh, mindset around food. You can still have that and just blend T-tap into it. Mm-hmm. But I think that the reason that we're talking so much about TTAP as opposed to like, I think a lot of other people in recovery programs, eating disorder recovery and all that, they tend to either not support any exercise mm-hmm. or something like yoga, walking or gentle swimming, any, anything that is gentle on your body. Yes. That's not going to break it down and, and increase inflammation. And that's not, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm, not going to burn tons and tons of calories when you're trying to recover. You don't want to be burning a bunch of calories. You need them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that, that actually dovetails perfectly into um, one of the last things I was going to say, which is that um, excessive exercise. So if you're exercising obsessively and you're not eating enough calories and to support, you know, eating enough food to support your workouts and the rest of your other metabolic processes, it's catabolic, meaning it breaks down the muscle in your body and it burns it for fuel. And that's not what you want. We like, like muscle masses. I mean, you know, fat is fine. Like fat tissue is fine. Muscle is so cool because it's important for your posture. It's important as you get older. It makes you more resilient to injury. It makes you more, what I always call sturdy. It makes you, you know, it helps you so much physically. And if you're, it's just, it just doesn't make sense. Okay. Let's say you're exercising, you're burning off of your muscle to exercise and then you're continuing to not eat enough. And so you're just breaking yourself down and breaking yourself down and breaking yourself down. You need nutrition to burn or to, to build muscle mass so that you do not burn your muscle for energy because your body is really smart and it's going to just reach for what's available. And if you're not eating enough and ironically, you're probably exercising to quote build muscle and then you don't eat enough to build the muscle. It's just like, It just doesn't make sense. It's just not logically supported. So, and I know sometimes all of these, like I know when I was eating very disordered, logic was not the name of the game for me. Let's be real. Right. Um, But it's just, yeah. Like I think somebody, I I tend to think of like Noelle Tarr, she really enjoys more traditional kind of um, like kettlebell workouts and things like that. 
um, that's not something that I enjoy, so I don't do it. Yeah. But you can, I think that you absolutely, I think you could do pretty much any kind of exercise if your mind and your heart is in the right place. And if you are fueling your body properly, mm-hmm. yes, you can do almost any kind of exercise in a healthy way. It just tends to be that TTAP is kind of like a really good blanket yes. across the board. It can, it can support any other kind of exercise as well. And that's the other thing that I was going to say is that you can fit it, you know, some, I know people who they do run or they do lift weights, but they, they do T-tap to help keep them out of pain and support mm-hmm. their lymphatic system. So, you know, it's, it's kind of works into things as well. And something else I was going to say is, for example, I enjoy, I don't get to do it a lot, but I still enjoy swimming. I really like to swim. And so I don't get to do it a lot, but it's, right. it's enjoyable and it's a fun activity and it's enjoyable. And I would also say, um, if you are interested in, if you're interested in doing exercise and your mindset's in the right place, movement, any movement is better than zero. And I think that we have this thing in our brain that says, if we worked out, we had to watch the entire video and do all the things. And then we worked out. No, the other mm-hmm. day, I, my quote workout for the day was standing on the porch and doing some stretches and stuff while, um, and doing a little bit, a few moves while my kids played on the porch. Like that was my workout for the day. And it hundred percent counts. If you go for a walk, it quote counts. You're moving your body. You're giving it, you know, some movement because your body really likes to move. Your body loves that, um, movement. So yeah. 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 So do you have anything else? I think that's, um, I think we could go so deep into so many different of these rabbit trails, but, um, I think that that if, you know, if, if anybody needs any clarification, but, um, yeah. go to the TTAP, web, uh, like the TTAP on YouTube or Margaret's website, um, or we'll have some links in the show notes in our website to, um, to kind of give you more information about that. Um, yeah, yeah I, think, I think that that's, that's all. All right. Yeah. Well, that sounds Sounds good. I think we hopefully gave people I some. Inspired me. I'm going to go, I was going to go work out anyway. And it, I've kind of gotten into a rut with mine and uh-huh. I'm like super excited now. I'm going to go work out. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get into ruts too. So I definitely know how that is. <laughs> yes. uh, all right. Well, we will uh, talk to you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. check us out on Instagram. We're at instagram.com forward slash diet detox. We'll see you next time.